morning, my name is Francesco Diagoviello. The title of this presentation is uh, uh, focused on the overload effects on the damage mechanism in uh, ferritin perlite ductal cast irons. These uh, uh, grades are widely used in uh, many applications like wheels, gears, shafts, and so on due to the very interesting combination of mechanical properties and technological properties, uh, castability, high strength, strength uh, high fatigue pack propagation resistance, and so on. And in the last years, uh, we work, uh, our group, our research group, worked about uh, investigating uh, the uh, damaging mechanism, considering both the static, quasi-static, and the cyclic loading conditions. For example, in the last months we were working on considering pervy to cast ions. We, there was a presentation in our IGF last workshop in Urbino. And uh, considering pervy to cast ions, we showed that the increase of, uh, of the stress factor implied an increase of the crack path tortuosity. Here we can see the crack path uh, due to the fatigue propagation. And after different overloads, increasing overload, we had some effects with a larger transit zone, the evidence of slip bands that became more and more evident, increasing, obviously, the, the sense intensity factor, and we had also uh, the presence after each overload of a sort of bifurcation, and uh, the subsequent overload implied the propagation of the crack according to one of the two uh, bifurcation present on the crack path. Considering the scanning electron microscope investigation, we showed that uh, the propagation was uh, due not to a sort of continuous mechanism in this perlitic ductal cast iron, but uh, we had to consider uh, instead of a, a classic crack tip, a sort of uh, plastic damaged crack tip ahead of the, the, the crack. And uh, according to this def definition, we had the presence of uh, a discontinuous crack propagation due to the overloads, and uh, with uh, vertex ligaments, with uh, the presence of damaged uh, nodules, graphite nodules, and this damaging was uh, sometimes <laughs> due to the, the bonding between, between graphite nodules and matrix, sometimes was due to the, was connected to the presence of internal debonding between a sort of nodal core and a sort of nodal shield. We talked about this yesterday with the other presentation on this topic. According to us, this is due to the presence of different stages during the solidification process that implies different mechanical behavior inside the graphite nodules. Well, in this pre presentation, we will talk about the ferritic perlitic tarcast ions with this chemical composition. Uh, the, con the content of a tin implies this volume uh, fraction more or less the 50% of perlite and, and, uh, sorry, and ferrite and uh, with a sort of bullseye morphology. It means uh, there's a sort of matrix due to perlite and ferrite this is uh, more or less around graphite nodes. It is normal because the ferrite is almost without carbon and all the carbon is inside the graphite nodes. Well, the experimental procedure was quite simple. Uh, we considered some compact type spacements, we performed some fatigue preparation tests. 
The last part, uh, the last stage of the Fadikai propagation was uh, performed according to the load shedding procedure in order to have a very low, a final very low delta K value and to obtain a very small crack tip radius. Then we performed the overload procedure according to a two-step procedure. The first one we considered as a standard servo-hydraulic machine and we applied a code extensometer in order to read the code at the crack mount, the, the notch mount. And we applied the, the stress intensity factor we, were, we want to investigate, for example, 15, 20 megapower square meter. But after we decreased the load, the load, and then we applied again the same code value using this screw loading machine. This allowed to us to perform the scanning electron microscope or the digital, the digital microscope of preservation on the load displacement. This was the goal of this procedure. Well, in addition to this procedure, we also, after the end of the uh, test, we also performed some scanning electron microscope observations of the fracture surface using this uh, uh, 3D fracture surface procedure that is based on the eocentric um, uh, tilting of the spaceman and using an Ericona Max software that allowed to using two different the two pictures of the same position with the two different angles allows to obtain the 3D reconstruction and I can tell you that from the quantitative point of view the result is confirmed because we also performed some other tests to confirm the zeta value you know, and we obtained the same value we obtained with this procedure. Well, considering the digital microscope observation why we, 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 had, we, we feel that uh, that it was necessary two different observation methods because uh, we found that uh, using a digital microscope uh, we were able to, better, to obtain better observations of the matrix. Using a scanning microscope, electron microscope, we, could, we were able to obtain better observation, more performance observation of the graphite nodules. Where here you can see three different values of the stress intensity factor we applied on the Spaceman, and uh, it's evident that for the lower values of the stress intensity factor, we have some uh, evidence of slip bands at the crack tip, usually connecting the crack tip with some nodules ahead of the crack tip, and increasing the values, uh, we obtain uh, many other slip bands connecting not only the crack tip with uh, uh, nodules ahead of the crack tip, but also some other nodules ahead of the crack tip in this sort of plastic zone, but I can tell you that also in Freddy Perlid to Tarkastan we will have to talk about plastic damage, plastic, uh, the plastic damage zone ahead of the Here you can see better the presence of these lead bands. Usually they are more evident in the ferritic uh, grains, but they are also inside the Perlid grains, Freddy colonies. And uh, here you can see the presence of a headache tip for the higher values of the stress intensity factor with the presence of these slip bands between nodules. Also the shape of these slip bands is influenced by the presence of these nodules. Well, already here we can see that the crack tip uh, uh, after the overloads uh, do not, uh, does not 
propagate as in perlite to Tucker's irons, but there is an evident blunting at the crack tip instead of the crack propagation. But anyway, we can see something about also the discontinuous process uh, with the presence of secondary cracks, sometimes not so small, and ligaments inside the matrix. Well, uh, this is a summary of these uh, considerations of considering this uh, problem. And the presence of uh, this uh, damaged plastic zone and head effect tip uh, due to the uh, connected with the Cactic uh, planting implies a mechanism that is different with respect to the periodic side. Well, a scanning electron microscope allowed to uh, better obtain some obtain better observations of the of the um, focusing better the presence of these ligaments ahead of the tip. It means that the crack planting is uh, evident together with a, a short propagation. But uh, this discontinuous process uh, is uh, focused, can be focused uh, with the cracks between uh, nodules. And uh, the scanning electron microscope observation of the fracture surface with a 3D uh, reconstruction allowed also to uh, put in evidence the differences in the fracture roughness in the fatigue crack propagation stage and in the overload stage and in the unstable crack propagation when the, uh, the overload was too high. Uh, well, here we can see, it's not so evident, but anyway, uh, trust me, uh, it is much smoother, the fracture surface in the fatigue stage compared to the overload fracture surface. But uh, the most evident uh, evidence, the, the, uh, the uh, it's more evident in this uh, lower magnification uh, figure where we can see here the fatigue stage. The, fat the, the crack propagates from left to right, the overload stage, and the unstable propagation. The, the software also allows to obtain uh, the profile of the fractured surface. And we can see here this is the stage uh, of the fatigue crack propagation. This is uh, the profile of the overload stage corresponding to 45 uh, kappa and uh, after there is uh, the unstable propagation stage where we can have uh, a roughness that is higher than this stage but lower than the overall stage. Last point, uh, focusing the uh, ductal, uh, the, focusing the nodules, uh, the bonding that in fatigue is more or less the main damaging mechanism, the main contribution to the damaging mechanism of the graphene nodules, we can see that uh, the different reaxiality in the fatigue stage and the overload stage implies a completely different development of this mechanism. And we can see here in the same modification the difference between the debonding in the uh, fatigue stage and the bonding in the overload stage. This is a uh, list of the conclusions, uh, and uh, um, I wish to underline which is our problem at the end of this presentation. Uh, the problem is the, real, the, the effective contribution of the nodules to the mechanical properties and to the mechanical, the, the damaging mechanism. If we apply a static or quasi static loading condition, we have, uh, especially with the presence of the right, we often have. Uh, internal damage inside the nodules and so that the bonding between uh, nodules and matrix uh, 
is uh, not so important, in fatigue propagation, uh, it is often observed that the main damaging mechanism is uh, the bonding between matrix and the nodules. So we are investigating this point, we have some uh, results, interesting results, these are only one of them. Thank you.